Hello and welcome to Sports Best Friends. My name is Big T and today sitting patiently across from me is the Deputy Director of Public Prosecutions. He has been counsel assisting the coroner and later the Police Integrity Commission. New South Wales Attorney General describes him as effective and respected, which is much better than how the Honourable Mark Speakman describes me, which is who are you and what are you doing here? He is the counsel for the NRL in judicial matters and most recently was the man who fought for and successfully achieved justice for Robbie Farah's left eye. Please welcome Peter McGrath. All right, Big D, thank you. It's an honour. I've made it. Um, First of all, let's cheers. We're drinking red wine, which is red wine, which is so classy for us. And we're feeling so classy because There are several of us here. (laughs) And you are looking so dapper in, in your beautiful clothes. Really well, it's a shame. Up. It's just a podcast. Yeah, you know this. It really is. Yeah. I mean, on my side, we would be filming just you. People who this is not just me. any, you know, podcast. This no. is best friends. Yeah, that's you know, right. I'm really. I've made an effort. Best friends. Well, thank, you thank, thank you for noticing. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I had. <laughs> um, now, is this the first time that you've been subjected to a line of questioning? Well, look, only one as forensically challenging as yours, <laughs> Big T. Um, it is quite daunting. I've been a witness only a couple of times okay. in my career and it's really different. It's really scary. Mm. So um, I'll just take another gulp of red wine and yeah. you know, yeah. do, do my best. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're a witness to your own life at, at least for this one, so it should be slightly That's right. Can easier. I object? Yeah. <laughs> if you could have any uh, player represent you attempting to get you off a difficult accusation, who would you want representing you? Oh, too easy, Jared. Jared, which one? Jared, Jared Warrior Hargrove. Oh, really? Man's wasted on rugby league. Really? He's a natural talker. Yeah. Oh, are he you also so making good. a jive that he's been in, in judicial matters so often that he now knows a lot about it or? <laughs> that I, could, I couldn't possibly <laughs> say, say, say that. So he's got we a do, We do. We have an occasional Tuesday night catch-up. Jared, <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. No, he's a legend. Really? He's, he's, a, he's a talker. He's very good. He's, he, I want him in my corner. Witty or? When and if I, I you know, do something really serious, he'll mm. find an angle and. I'll be and I'll a, be walking out of there. <laughs> Woody, is he clever? Is he what's he got? That's oh, all of the above. Mm. No, no, he, he's he's a very he's very engaging, and he's um he's he's I can see a career for him in um in in media or something. He's, yeah. Um, yeah. Have you mentioned it to him? Um, <clears throat> it didn't come up. Mm. He doesn't <laughs> ask you about <laughs> advice. No, what he's going to no, do? I'm sure he, I'm sure he doesn't need my advice. Mm. Okay, well, I think I might tell him if I ever see him. He should be a lawyer. Uh, speaking of, of courtrooms, are there any or are there many crossovers that you can see from a daily courtroom session to a rugby league game? Look, it's all what you can get away with, mm. isn't it, Big T? It's all, you know, what goes on under the bar table. That's, that's, <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, look, there's a lot of parallels, yeah. you know, um, appearing in court, rugby league, life. Mm. They're just, you know, different aspects of the same thing. Yeah, okay. Um most courtroom dramas, of course, aren't as important as rugby league. So it's, <laughs> yeah. You know, we've got, got to put things in perspective. Yeah. But no, when you when you are, when you cross that white line into the courtroom, yeah. you know, it's uh, what happens in the courtroom stays in yeah. the courtroom. Yeah, yeah. Except they make a transcript of it, yeah. uh, which is awkward <laughs> sometimes. Um, there's a lot, you know. It's it's you go there with a game plan, and yes, um, exactly. then you might get thrown off kilter. One of your one of your main players has a wobbly. Yeah. You know, isn't performing. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah, it's a it's a, a court case. It's like a game of footy. Mm. Someone may be winning, you may yeah. be losing, but you never know. Unfortunately, it's, it's, you, you've got to put on the points, but it's the jury who decides. Mm. Unlike yeah. a football field, I guess that's the, probably the biggest. 
It's where whereas the referee who decides. And so <laughs> would you say that a referee is, is much like a judge? And and if so, are they as are judges as maligned as referees? Huh? Not our magnificent judges in New South Wales, <laughs> uh, Big T. It's, 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 um, look, you, you often hear it said unkindly that, um, you know, oh, this judge, he doesn't like my team. Oh, you know, right, it always right. seems to penalise me more mm. than, uh, than the opposition. But, you know, these are, um, these are perceptions. It's, um, Would you say you know, the, jury, the jury gets the, the good, honest, you know, 12 citizens yep. who are there. But would you say it's the same as for referees in that they also, it's all about perspective and a lot of them don't have that kind of same bias? The, look, it's all, it's all like um, we love to bag the referees and in the um, legal circles you, you love to bag the judges yeah, okay. sometimes, but, you know, I mean, they're, they're, um, they're people who've been, who've been chosen for their legal skill yeah. and um, they're probably the first of many cliches, but they call it as they see it, yeah, big yeah. T, you know. <laughs> <laughs> first of many, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a lot. Have you ever found yourself exclaim all day, sir, after an objection was sustained? Oh, all day. All day, big two. Yeah. Finally, yeah. you say. Oh, really? At, That's... at last. No, no, inwardly, you say oh, okay, that. Right. What you say is, um, may it please the court. Oh, right. You know. and do you or when in... you say, with respect, Your Honour, mm. that means, seriously? <laughs> Give me a go for once, would you? Yeah, right. <laughs> you ruled what? Yeah, that's a get them on <laughs> That was a knock-on? Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Now, just to clarify exactly, you're for the NRL, you're currently the, the So the I'm, I'm, that... I'm what's called the Judiciary Council. Mm. So if there's a case that goes to hearing, a case of on-field misconduct, mm. so a high tackle, late tackle, dangerous throw, whatever, yeah. if uh, the player is um, saying no, didn't do it, yep. or they're contesting the grading. Yep. Yeah, I did it, but it's not a grade two; it's a grade one. That's where I come in to to present the case for the on behalf of the NRL match committee. Yeah, well, how did you get into that? Well, and knowing your background, Big yeah. T, in the in the great tribal game that is rugby league, yeah. it was a Tigers supporter, Craig Magic Hands Everson. Oh. Uh, despite being a Bondi boy, yeah. a Tigers supporter, and a, a lawyer, and a quite handy front row and and hooker in his day, was doing the um, NRL judiciary stuff. Okay. And knew I was interested and got me to come along and have a look, but he was finding it hard to get to the hearings yeah. with his work and one thing and another. Asked me if I'd be interested. I said, yeah, you know, childhood dream. Mm-hmm. So one thing led to another. That's your childhood <laughs> dream. I know. It's, it's, it's just sad. I'm, I'm, because yes. I'm burying my soul here and there's a, there's a room full of laughing yeah. people. You know, this, no, this laughing is, with you. I just, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. yeah, I've fallen for that before. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I want to. I want to be a lawyer for the NRL. I'm not going to get on the field. You, at one stage well, as a kid, you realise that's, that's not where I'm going. That's right. I've yeah. got to put my smarts. Yeah, best position, left, right, out. Yeah. Um, you know. So you and Jared, if my mum didn't cut the oranges, I wouldn't have been there at all. Yeah. You know? <laughs> You're both looking into your crystal balls, and he. You both got the same brains, but he's got the brawn, and so you've ended up in two very different spots. Yeah, but it's a, it's a yin and yang. It's yeah. a balance. It's yeah. A, you know. And that, you two work so well together. <laughs> now, so that's how you got into prosecuting. For the NRL, and that's what that would be the term, right? Prosecuting for the NRL, essentially, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And from a lawyer's perspective, what is the greatest challenge then you've had in that role? And I, and I specify from a lawyer, a lawyer's. Yeah, perspective. yeah. All right. So it's um, you set me up. Yeah. Ah, oh, this is a good. This is a good cross examination. <laughs> first he got well, me. I told com- you that first, I am first he got me comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Then he, he, he's so good he can yeah. even flag. He's oh, I'm sitting right there, <laughs> and, you know, and you're still going to fall for yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So from a Lawyer's perspective, there's a couple of things. 
when I get the, the the case, as it were, the brief, it's here's the charge. It's graded this. It's it's this charge. It's pleaded this way. Mm-hmm. You know that you in the seventy fifth minute you did this, and there's a little I can do. There's nothing I can do to to change that. That's yeah. set in stone. Uh, that's a small thing. But as a lawyer, I mean, you've got to you've got to realise. Like someone, one of my opponents, a, a really great lawyer who was representing someone, once leaned over to me and said, "Now remember, it's not a murder trial." Right. And so you got to, you got to. I mean, these are rugby league players. Yeah. Okay, they've they've done something bad, mm. which they're, they're saying they didn't do, or it's not as bad as you make yeah. it out. Mm. Um, so you got to, you know, you got to treat them with respect and fairness. You let the footage speak for itself, and if they give evidence, you ask a couple of questions, yeah. and you know, it's it's. Um, you're not there screaming at them and, yeah. and, and carrying on like that. So yeah. it's um it's interesting, it's different. And of course you've got a you've got a jury of three former players. Right. Um they're they're picked from a bunch, there's half a dozen or so. So okay. you I don't know who the uh former players will be on the they tribune them. or that. No, they changed them. Yeah. Oh wow. Yep. So um and they're like experts. I mean, they've played the game at the mm-hmm. highest level. Um, they've seen it all, so they know. What's what? So you know you you can't pull anything over their eyes. You've got a you know the chairperson who's a a, a judge, really. Yeah, you know who's directing them about this is what the what's elements on, of the yeah. offence are, and this is what you have to find. Wow. This is what the prosecutor says, and this is what the defence person says. Mm-hmm. So it's a pretty 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 good system. Yeah. So you just you know make it make it work. It'll speak for itself. But your biggest challenge, and you're saying then, is 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 remembering that it's not it is it is football, and to respect it, but also not to. But to balance that, of course, it's very important because the match review committee are there, and they are trying to get the charges right. Yeah, and they are all focused on player safety. That's mm-hmm. really what it's all about. It's it's dangerous play that that endangers another player. Mm-hmm. So um, it is very serious yeah. for the game, and also your your. Um, presenting a case that if you're successful, you know, someone could miss yeah. a really important game. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a worst case, a grand final or yeah. a state of origin or, or a game that's really important mm. for their team. Mm. So, yeah, you've got to try and get it right. And who have you been starstruck by any of the, the players, the, star, the former players that have come in as a jury? Look, they're just, I mean, you, you have very little interaction with them. They're, right. they're sitting there. Mm. You know, I'll present the, the footage and the evidence, make my submissions. If the player gives evidence, I'll ask him some questions. Yeah. But you don't really have any interaction with them. Uh, so they're, they're a bit like a jury in that yeah, they right. they uh, deliberate. They come back and say, we've reached a decision. Yeah. One of them will announce it and you just trust the, 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 the system. system. Yeah. Well, that's incredible because if, you know, if if I had Wayne Pierce sitting on that thing, I would be struggling to remember. I'd be sitting there trying to wave at him and smiling Silly the whole time going, hi, Mr. Pierce, and then stand up and he'd look at oh, hi, Mr. Pierce, oh, oh, this video. So I'm I'm impressed that you can switch on and, and not do that. Um, now, thinking about it as a fan then, what's your biggest challenge as a fan of rugby league when you're doing this job? Look, it's, I mean, that's the great thing about rugby league. It's such a tribal game. Everyone yeah. supports a team. Mm. If you love rugby league, it's because you support a team yeah. and you're, you're one-eyed. It's one of the great things about, about footy. Mm. So I'm there. You know, I support a team, but I got to be objective. Yeah. You know, and and people, my mates, rip me. Oh, you wouldn't have it easy. You know, as one of your one of your fellows, but yeah. they're doing it to noise me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the legal training is very important, right? Of okay. course, because you have got to present your case, whether you're prosecuting someone or defending someone. It doesn't matter what you think about the merits 
of mm. the case. You've got to follow your instructions and and do it your objective best. Uh, so that's what you do. So on the one hand, it's hard, but on the other hand, it's it's not hard at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever it's wake just that the- often if it's I know you're going to get to this, so I'll anticipate your, your cross examination, <laughs> Big T. You know, if it's if it's a Roosters player, yeah, <laughs> and they get me. suspended, yeah. My mother won't speak to me oh, I love for that. several days. Yeah, She's great. cut me out of the will right. more than once. Right. Um, yeah, that's that's hard. So do you ever <laughs> so you do sometimes wake up the next day and, and read the paper and go, Oh bloody hell, Jared Weirhydra has been suspended for two games and then you go, Oh she actually I did that. Yeah, well You didn't do l- that, Jared l- did it. L- Latrell's suspended for a yeah. you know, sudden death semi final. Now yeah. lose this and you're out. Mm. Oh yeah, well, that's yeah. that's that's the way it fell. Yeah. You know? And I guess that's right. That's I mean, the play did it. It wasn't you. You just put the case forward. Let's um. While we're still in there, what have you learned? Do you think about rugby league since taking on the job? Oh, so many things. Um, I mean, I've always had this incredible respect for anyone who plays rugby league at any level, right. whether it's in the in the park, you know, on 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 Sunday morning, yeah. Sunday arvo, let alone the top level. You know, mm. it's it's a it's a tough game. It finds you out. It found me out. When I was when I was a a, a young lad, mm. um, and you find that very few of any players go out to hurt right. people at, at this level yeah. that we're talking about. You know they're athletes, and things happen very quickly. Mm. And it's also it's a game of structured defences and and little moments. It's a it's a game of chess. It's uh, yeah, it's right. it's incredible. I I think there's so much intellect. You don't think of rugby league players as as mm. Intellectual, but I think what they do on the <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the point in the back, yeah. yeah but, <laughs> but what they do in the in the on the field, you know how they how they structure their defence, mm. where they go, how they know where to go to respond to things. It's um, it's actually a lot of it very very intricate stuff. And do you think you've yeah. picked up a lot of that, like watching it live and seeing those nuances? Do you think that's really developed since taking the role on? You do look for more more little things. I mean, I'm looking for what I get to look at is allegations of, of, of yeah. a foul play or yeah. dangerous play. Yeah. But because you see them in the context of, of what's happening, you know, the, the defence being outnumbered, someone rushing out of the line, mm. uh, stuff like that. So mm. you do get to see the patterns and right. what what was meant to happen and, and what went wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's incredible that you would see that a lot. That's true. And because anyone who watches it for a long period of time sees those kind of patterns or those structures, but, yeah, for you to have that constant pattern, a constant, re- not re-offenders, but the, the same kind of thing happening to different people in different teams. Yeah, but there are things that go wrong. Yeah. yeah they're far and away their carelessness. Yeah. Um, and fatigue and. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or, you know, maybe a bit of, a bit of laziness because of, yeah. because of fatigue. But also, I mean, you don't need the judiciary. You know, the game is broken down so much. There's so much football on TV. Yeah. You know, you've got the, the pay TV that's got to fill up its hours so that you have people endlessly analysing mm. every minute of every game. But still, it's it's usually, you know, it's some um, some individual brilliance that, that you can't coach mm. that, uh, that will often win it. And is it does that kind of media scrutiny actually make the job more difficult or less less palatable because you have everyone's opinion, you've, you're, you've forced, everyone's opinion is forced on you constantly through Foxtel or, or the Daily Telegraph or... Oh yeah, look, it's it's um, it's almost like another world. Sometimes mm. you're reading about a case or watching the learned commentary, mm. you know, from Kenty and, mm. and the yeah, others. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> I don't think he's ever been called learned before. But. <laughs> yeah, and you think is that the same thing that I was involved in? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. But look, it's it's all fine. It's great. If it yeah. wasn't rugby league, it, you know, 
there would be no controversy. Yeah, if there was right. no controversy, it wouldn't be rugby league. Right, I mean, right, right. imagine if these people had to talk about the football. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what really, mm-hmm. uh, just the football. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you, you mentioned before you were a Roosters fan and congratulations on that. Did they buy you like they buy most of their success or did you become a fan a different way? Look, damn it, Big T, they got me cheap. That was just, you know, I was, I, was, I was too young to sign a contract. Yeah, it was, it was no, no, they, they, um, they, um, I was a, a, a local because mm-hmm. it was back in the day when, you know, you would support yeah, where you the, your up. local team, the, yep. the Eastern Suburbs. So I was, I was in, um, in, in Coogee. But no, I um I got indoctrinated from a very young age right. by my mother. Yeah, not my father, my mother, mm. who um was still alive. Hello, Helen. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> She'll be texting me in a minute to say um what time are you what time are you picking me up for the game? Yeah, right. She um quite a religious woman, but then I found out what religion really was. Right, <laughs> you know when um. We went to the went to the match of the day, and right, she right. said, "Yeah, son, this is your team." Yeah, but you know, it's it's that indoctrination. The year that I first started being taken to watch the Roosters mm-hmm. was nineteen sixty six. Now, Big T, you would know with your vast encyclopedia reservoir of rugby league knowledge yeah. what the year nineteen sixty six represented to to the Roosters. To the Roosters. I'll, I'll, you're going to have to say it because up. because I know you want to, but the, yeah. that was the, uh, the 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 first and only team ever in the history of rugby league to have not won a single game. Oh, right. throughout an entire season. Oh, th- so it was only up start. only up from there. What a start! That's right. <laughs> yeah. What a start! It couldn't get and so yeah. how could you not love them? Yeah. Well, if you're going to come back next year, you're going to come back every year after a year like that. You know what happened next year? You won every game. No, you did do that though. I remember the Roosters did have a season where they won every game. 1967. Someone will ring of David David Middleton's listening, which he obviously does. Yeah, he'll he'll ring up and correct me. Uh, four tackle football was introduced right. after unlimited tackle. Yeah, some bloke called Jack Gibson mm-hmm. became coach of the Roosters, mm-hmm. and the same team made the semis mm. after having not won a single game yeah. the year before. So, yeah. and also we, I think he brought I don't know if it was that year or the year, or the year after we also brought Arthur Beats and eventually over and and made him captain, which was also another masterstroke. Um, uh, Balmain boy, Balmain yeah. boy, right? Yeah, um, uh, bring him took up. A, took, a, took a while to get the premiership. They, um, did, well, that was in the 70s, 73. They, they they lost the seventy two grand final. Then seventy three, they had a shocking year. Okay, and then they won finally seventy four, seventy five. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just in case anyone cares, the Tigers won in sixty nine. So whatever. Um, <laughs> so your, your mum's a fan. Did you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I was the eldest. My two sisters Mm -hmm. and my younger brother had no choice but to be fans. Great. And so it was a big family event. Your dad also went to the games as well, just your mum? Yeah, okay. Dad wouldn't. Until later in his life, he turned up to a a game. And by this stage, you know, we had our own kids coming as well. Yeah, right. I said, what's Grandpa doing here? I said, Dad. And he said, something. Only way I can get to see my bloody family is come and watch the Roosters. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, so that was, um, he was sort of begrudgingly won over. Yeah. No, but we would. My um, mum and a, a dear family friend, Gloria, Auntie Glor, and her kids, and we would all they, they would gather the kids up and and we'd go to the sports ground mm-hmm. to watch the um, Saturday afternoon or Sunday afternoon games, and they would send all the kids through first and say, "Tell them the tickets are coming. Tell them your mum's got the tickets." Right. So we'd all go through, saying, "Mum's got the tickets. Mum's got the tickets." All these kids go judging through, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then mum would turn up and she'd have like one ticket. Yeah. You know, just Beautiful. a con woman, yeah. worked every time, you know. <laughs> it 
Still does it today. Sends you through. Mum's got the tickets. Yeah. 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 No one's going to stop an old lady. Oh, no. No, yeah, look, yeah. you've met her. Oh, really? <laughs> now, do your, you've got three wonderful children. Are they also Roosters fans? My youngest um, studiously avoid anything to do with football, <laughs> organised oh. sport or anything. We're, we're still working on here. Mm-hmm. But no, Ellie... Um, She's a fixture at the local pub on Anzac Day playing two-up, wearing the Roosters jumper. Okay. And um, when she was a, a little girl of all the Roosters star-studded glamours, you know, Craig Wing, Anthony Minicello, yeah. who was her favourite player? Craig Fitzgibbon. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We still got photos of, you know, waiting patiently outside the dressing room. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. So she could have a photo taken with him. And <laughs> did she explain that? Did you ever come up with why? No, just... No, 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 pretty at all. That's the opposite. But he's still very big, so I won't say that. Yeah, he's a handsome, handsome man. Yeah, he's a strong face. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And my son's a—he's still a um, a Mad Roosters fan. Okay. Yep. So we know we got the family tipping comp, which is open to. If you've met our family, you can join the family tipping comp. One rule: you must tip the Roosters. Is that really a rule? That's a rule. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's fiercely contorted. Contested, my son and I are equal first with two rounds wow. to go. It's yeah, it's, okay. And and what do you is there something that you specifically win, or do you just lord it over the family for a year? Just lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all you need. In <laughs> fact, my uh, my grandmother um, who lives in Newcastle, uh, we have a trophy that moves back and forth between our two houses. And um, and I went and saw a game with them in Tamworth, and my grandfather was very lovely the entire time. Um, you know, constantly saying, oh, the Knights are going to lose, oh, the Tigers are coming back, and I was trying to res- respond, and oh, no, 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 the Knights are just better. But the moment the whistle blew and Knights had won, I think by two, he was, where's the cup? Give me the cup. <laughs> Lording over yeah. the rest of that trip. So. Yeah. Now, do you have any advice for me to help um, me make sure that the Littlest Tiger is a Tigers fan? Look, Big T, never underestimate the power of a tattoo. It's, 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 it's never too early to get the little fella his, his first tiger tattoo. And not just a tiger's tattoo. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, up there somewhere proud up on the shoulder, you know. Right, right, right. right. Rochi. Yeah, just right. there, you know. <laughs> if, you really, if you really want to, just on the other shoulder, Kerry Hemsley. You know, just just like yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I think Roshi is so great because anyone who doesn't know anything about Balmain in the eighties would go, "Why do you have a <laughs> why do you have a cock, like a cute cockroach nickname when you're on?" It's an excellent idea. Okay, so speaking of um, uh, taking people to games, if you could go to a Roosters game with anyone in the world, who would you take? Look, this is a tough one. Do they have to be alive? Nope. All right. Okay, Hunter S. Thompson. Who would? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Hunter okay. S. Thompson, Gonzo journalist, oh. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, okay. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Big a, league fan. A, is he, a, a, he would. He would be. He would, he would be. be. He would be. I'm reasonably. I'm tolerably sure that he was never aware of its existence yeah, d- yeah. during his his interesting life. Um, <laughs> but he was a real aficionado of American football. Okay. One of the the themes through his life was a personal visceral hatred of Richard Nixon, President okay. Nixon. He met him once, just happened to, to meet him once on, wow. on, a, on a plane. I think it was the presidential plane and, and he had, Hunter had somehow got accreditation as a, as a journalist, but they, they met and they spoke. And they spoke about a particular American football player, not, not a quarterback, but someone who'd come on in a, in a college game to play. And Nixon knew who Thompson was talking about and they discussed this wow. kid's 
you know, moves during the game. Wow. And he almost respected him thereafter. Yeah, but, right. But, but he's so he, a great sporting brain. He'd be off his tits. Right. You know, which would be hilarious. <laughs> and he would not have the faintest idea how all these big idiots were running around with no pads yeah. charging into each other. Mm. Oh, I think he would have become a fan. I think he would have moved to yeah, Australia. Right. But he definitely would have been a Chooks fan. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Well, I'm sure. And not just because of recreational drug use. You know, just because, you know, in the past. Yeah, And the tattoo yeah. that you and he would have got later that day. <laughs> Now, I had the pleasure of chatting with um, Mark Spud Carroll recently, and he's a very open and friendly bloke, but ex- still extremely intimidating. Are there any players that you have been very glad that you haven't had to deal with in that courtroom setting? Look, I don't know. I mean, I did um, Andrew Fafita. Yeah. He's a very big man. Is he? He's a, a, a very a very big man. You just see them when, you know, I see them when they're, they're there in a suit mm. in the hearing room, and you can just tell some of them. You know, they are just very, very solid people. I mean, you'd be someone like Josh Jackson, who was successfully before the judiciary a few years ago, and that man is just muscle and bone. Really? Even his skin on his face looks like it's pulled very yeah. tightly over this rock-hard skull. Mm. You can say, wow, if yeah. you tackled me, mm. even if you looked at me particularly hard, <laughs> I think you know, I, I would fall over and yeah. not get up in a hurry. Yeah. You know, so... um. I mean, I mentioned Andrew Fafita. He's very big. I mean, very few of them that I've seen close up. I mean, you look at, you know, Nelson. Asafa Solomona. Yeah, yeah Asafa mm. Solomona, who is obviously just huge. But, yeah. but you know, these are these are very, very solid people. They're not necessarily tall and, and, right. and big, but, but, but they're just solid yeah, okay. athletic people. Yeah, yeah. The size of some of them is incredible. But in a suit. And you look, when, you, when you look at some of the um, judiciary panel members, mm who have played Origin and, and all the rest of it, and some of them not so many years ago, right. and you compare them to the size of the current players, they're just growing and growing yeah, and growing. Right. You know, and they've, they've done the studies on the average weights and, and everything of, of, of players over the years. Yeah. So yeah, these are, these are big lads. And do, but do, do you find them less intimidating in a suit, do you think? Like if they were in a tracky pants and tracky top on the street, do you think that would be more intimidating than the suit? The suit might almost feel like you're on a level playing field because – Am I making that up? I never wear a suit, so I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, doing, I'm, I'm trying, like, trying to picture a big T in a suit. Yeah, and, it's, and it's, it's dapper, but it's it's, yeah, yeah. it's very uncommon. And I think yeah. I feel maybe uncomfortable in them. So I'm, I'm, maybe I'm projecting onto them that they're also uncomfortable in their suit. They're in a foreign environment. So maybe some of their mystique is, or, or, or intimidation is removed and maybe it's put on to you in your suit. And yeah, yeah. It's not, it's, it's a suit isn't their natural habitat, mm. a, lot, a lot of them, but, mm. you know, but they got to do a lot of club duties and stuff, so. Oh, that's true. They, they, they're always in nice shirts or. Yeah, yeah. And the okay. club tie. Yeah. Mate, well, they're just better dressed. Footballers are better dressed than me is really what we've come up with. That, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. More yeah. But no less intimidating, big kid. <laughs> <laughs> now, staying in the magical wishing well, if you could go back in time and watch any game, which game do you really wish you could go back and see? Look, I might cheat. Yeah. Because it is a magical wishing well. Yeah, it is. So anything can happen. Mm-hmm. It's the happiest kingdom of them all. I might go back in time but change the result. Oh, wow, that is a wishing well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, no, no. I, I was Where thinking of I think of going back and changing the result of the 1972 grand final, okay. which the Roosters played and, and lost very narrowly to, to Manly. And the referee, Keith Page, look him up. Mm, look know, him up. Keith, 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 Page. Keith Page. Yeah, yeah. He he had a um, shocker. Everything went man. He's, well, I mean, yeah. 
forward pass, Brannigan and Fulton, you know, Fulton dropped the ball over the line. Mm. Everything went Manly's way. But the thing was, the Roosters had no right to be there. They'd been beaten by 30-odd points in a final two weeks before. Right. Managed to win the next week and, and get into the, the right. grand final. But on the day, they played well enough to win. Okay. But, you know, football experiences, it, it's some of my most amazing footy watching experiences have been not with the team I support, right. but with other teams. Back in the very late 70s or 1980, West's Magpies yeah. had a, a brilliant team. Manly Silvertails mm-hmm. gutted them, bought five players, you know, Ray Brown, John Dorohy, uh, Steve Knight, two others who's Names I can't remember now. You will on the uh, way home. Five. I will on the way home and yeah. I'll call you at three in the morning. And, and <laughs> they just gutted, bought the five of them. Mm-hmm. And everyone hated the Silver Tails as it was. Yeah. But back in those days, you know, Lidcombe Oval, West Crown and the West supporters, they were feral. They were great. Yeah. So West are hosting Manly. They're the first time they meet yeah, since fifth. everyone's defected. Mm-hmm. And a mate and I said, we got to go. Right. Neither of us support either team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to go. Yeah. This is going to be, you know, NRL extraordinary. Chaos. Yeah. yeah, NRL chaos. And to make it even better, we climbed under the fence. Oh, yeah. Just to, you know, there was all yeah. outlaw. Your mother you taught know. you well. You're not yeah, paying yeah. for a ticket. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Ticket's coming, I <laughs> said to people. And, and my mum has got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was feral. Really? It was wild. And West won. Yeah, right. And those manly players. They were lucky to get off the field alive. Right. Not from from the fans. Yeah, yeah. right. That was, I'll never forget that. Yeah, never well. forget That was like 1980 or something like that. Okay. And and are you still friends with that person, the person you went to the game with? No. I we He was he was the brother of a flatmate of mine. Oh, wow. And so we were sort of friendly at the yeah, time. And he's yeah. he's gone on to other to other things. I could, through his sister, I could get back in contact and, and so that. But right. no, that and that, that was the thing. That was our only... Rugby yeah, league experience bit, together, yeah, but wow. that's something we'll always have. Have isn't you know, that incredible? I'm sure yeah. at his funeral or mine, you know. <laughs> it's a, it's a, anyway, silver tails will be painted somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm going to go back, and I didn't know we get to change results, so I'm definitely going back to this uh, game. Yeah, I'm going back to the SCG September 1945, and East play. I'm sure you know, but through your encyclopedic knowledge <laughs> of everything, in and East play Balmain in the grand final that year. Now, by all reports, it's a very close and exciting game. World War II's just ended. So, I mean, the place is, is going to have such a great vibe. We're winning at halftime. Roosters end up winning a close one, but I get I get to change it. And so, <laughs> so, Bowman so win a close one. And I just feel I know nothing about that that period of rugby league. Do you know much about like pre-1970s, pre nineteen or 50s, you know, 40s? That, that game. You were there. For a long while. <laughs> The rugby league, for some reason, I think it was a restricted comp because of World War Two and right. so many people away. Right. The, the 1945 premiership wasn't counted. What? Until my mother. No. This is serious. No. Wrote the ironics, excuse me. <laughs> no. Excuse me. My team won that and we want to count it. And it, now it is. And she was <laughs> yeah, we. When yeah, she yeah. said we, she meant the we, yeah. That's right. Us. She may as well have run on. Who did herself. she write to? Whoever the the, the this is this years, years and years and years decades ago the New South Wales Rugby League or, yeah. or whoever it would have been just some Joe Blogs you that's know, why she with. tells it yeah but yeah there's there's truth in that oh. but can you imagine going back? I mean Incredible. imagine imagine to be able to say you'd seen people like Dave Brown mm. or um, St George in that incredible yeah. run of, of eleven premierships in yeah. a row you know yeah. but but then I suppose we say we get to see yeah literally you know and, Wayne yeah. Pearce and yeah. Freddie Fitler and Joey Johns and we, we get. We got to see them yeah. play. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's Every different That's years. the thing that people often bring up about rugby league is it is incredible at generating, constantly generating, and incredible athletes. 
because rugby AFL um, has an incredible high standard for its average, but it doesn't have incredible stars that pop up often. And mm-hmm. and, and rugby union have been other than um, what's his name who's, who's just been fired for being a, a very silly human. Other than him, they haven't had a massive star either that's no. been generated. But rugby league is incredible somehow. It just constantly generating and regenerating people even since the 40s. Well, since Daily Messenger did it, in, you know, back in 1908. Yeah. So, and crazy. the other thing is people, you know, appreciate the history of the game. You know, when, when Souths were kicked out and that was terrible and they had the, the rallies. But there were people, there were, but there were people in the crowd, you know, in the march. Yeah. Roosters jumpers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they hate each other's guts. But, mm. you know, yeah, but this is wrong. This yeah. is, you know, Foundation Club. You can't. Yeah, you can't kick them out. Yeah, but as a Bowman person who read all of those stipulations and then adhered to them and then was merged, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. a bit. Hard. I mean, I love South as a team now, but I mean, sometimes I love the idea that they got kicked out. I love the whole drama that they came back in and blah blah blah. But it is that's a bit hard to think. Now yeah. you you've mentioned the Silvertails and Wes, um, and the the coach of them at the time. Roy Masters. Roy Masters. God, I love him. I saw him talk recently, and he's still just as switched on and as fire as he as he was back then. Yeah, what a legend. And and still as um still as much just been over at Cambridge studying some. Has he really? Some, yeah, he's just come back from from studying a course at, at Cambridge. Brilliant. Yeah. Now yeah. let's. That's one of your greatest memories. Do you have another rugby league memory that that is stuck to you that that you love? That that's a clear excellent memory. It was. 83 or 84, I'm going to call it 83, mm-hmm. the Midweek Cup. Yeah, AMCO, what, what, whatever, whatever it was. was the time. AMCO or whatever yeah, it was yeah. at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leichhardt Oval, very, you know, your spiritual home, yeah. big T. Mm-hmm. Chooks couldn't take a game. They were having a horrible season. Somehow get to the final of the Midweek Cup against, I think the team was called Combined Brisbane. Okay. May as well have called it Queensland State of Origin. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had King Wally, we had Gene Miles, you had... Everyone really in this combined Brisbane team, and it was nearly an upset. You know, they were they were winning handsomely, and then the Roosters managed to get a try, and then they managed to get another one, and suddenly combined Brisbane's looking a bit panicky, mm-hmm. and you're there on the hill at Leichhardt, and it ended up being a glorious defeat. Kevin Hastings, Kevin Hastings, yeah, wow, drops the ball just oh. as he's about to score a try, and you know it was one of those great games. You know, like what well, like the I mean, you can't compare it to the last Ashes test. That was just, mm. you know, one that you're going to bottle and bring out on special occasions. But, you know, it's just one of those memories, okay, it was a loss. That wasn't, you know, but people would go to a glorious victory. Mm. That was a mm. loss, but it was a really exciting, you know, yeah. game. Beautiful it was, yeah, almost, almost done it. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And have you been to Leichhardt very often? Yeah, yeah. We went there, um, been there a, a few times over the years. Yeah. It was great. I mean, you know, sitting on that hill is <laughs> great. Yeah. Great place. That and the old Sydney sports ground. You know, you've got a grass hill so the kids run around and play footy yeah. while the footy's on yeah. on the main oval. How did you get there? Because it's very difficult for driving and parking. So you're always on the public transport? Public transport or um, I remember mum taking us. Yeah. Okay. And we, um, wherever we parked. Well, you parked in someone's driveway. If she yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> that's a yeah. friend of ours, don't yeah. <laughs> Well, it was someone else's car, so I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Peter, why do you love rugby league? We've thought all about the all the incredible work you're doing for it now. We've, we've looked at your favourite memories and, and things you want to see. So what has it got that has made you work so hard for it? We, we spoke earlier today. You are working up until, you know, whatever hour and then you would be in, straight into your, the NRL job. What's making you do that? Uh, look, it's um, 
I just love it. You know, I like other sports. I went to a school that was a, a rugby union school. Right. You know, I, I played rugby and I've – but supporting the Waratahs, nah. Yeah. You know, Australian rugby union, that's 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 exciting. Aussie rules, you know, the, the the swans, you get on that bandwagon. But it's just that, you know, what you're, what you're born with. Right. You know, that, that you're supporting a team, but then you realise it's a, it's great. I'll watch, ask my wife, I'll just, you know, there's a game of rugby league on television. It doesn't matter who's playing. Yeah, right. You know, it's, it's something you've got to watch. It's just, I don't know, it's something you love. And so to have a chance to sort of be part of the background of it, even though with all the media these days it's brought into the foreground, and maybe that's not a bad thing because mm. people are interested in it. Yeah, yeah. But to, to have a chance to be involved in it is just, I'll say it again, what you ribbed me for at the beginning, you know, a <laughs> <laughs> childhood dream. Yeah, just. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, to be involved, I mean, to, um, to be fair to you, to be involved in rugby league without having to play it is is incredible because playing it, as you said before, is dangerously incredible. Mm. And so anyone who can do it, all credit to them, but most of us can't. And so if we can, yeah, be involved in any way, mm. um it completely makes sense. And so really the love of it's coming from the, the your early childhoodness, you're, you're indoctrinated in it, it's like a, it's like a religion kind of thing you were saying before. Oh, and then- it's, it's like a cult, but it's almost like your quirky thing. Right. You know, that it's it's like you don't mind if people don't understand. That's okay. Yeah, okay. You know, that's okay. Yeah. They will one day. Yeah. Because <laughs> it is, I mean, without, at the risk of insulting you, you look incredibly smart. You're incredibly successful, and you'd look like someone who wouldn't be a like a quintessential rugby league fan. So it would be a real quirk for other people to <laughs> just say, uh, be talking about the football, and then you come in with a huge amount of knowledge. Like, what the hell's going on here? That must be. Does that happen? Do you often surprise people with your knowledge of rugby league? Not looking like the normal rugby league fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you still. I mean, you get a lot of suits at games. These days, because it's been, you know, corporatized a lot, okay. hasn't it? You know, clubs have to be yeah, financial at it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, to be able to, I mean, it's great if you can go into a pub and you have a chat with someone and, you know, the talk turns to footy. Yeah. That's, um, that's good. Then it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what you're wearing. Yeah, Or, yeah. or, 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 or you where you went or... to school or, or what you mm-hmm. do. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great, I'll bring another cliche, it's a great leveler. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, thanks, Peter. Any other comments before we go? <laughs> Lord, I mean, like that. Yeah. Well, no. Um, no, this would be gold. Are there awards for podcasts? Because this one is gonna. This, this is. I'm. I'm. You know, we're talking about history. Yeah. I, haven't you got that feeling? Really? Yeah. Oh, Please for sure. help me out here, if people. I'm just. You know, your mother should say that we've won whatever podcast awards that don't exist. She should write to someone. Yeah, but but she's on next week, right? Yeah. This will be the episode that takes yeah. us all the way. This is our 1975 Roosters game. <laughs> Okay, well, I'd also like to thank Mercho, who's done a wonderful job. He did speak to Sen often, he's quite quiet, but you did a great job, Mercho. Uh, enjoy your sport for another week and come and talk to us next week. Sports Best Friends. So it's a big family event. Your dad also went to the games as well, just no. your mum? Yeah, okay. Dad wouldn't. Yeah. Until later in his life, he turned up to a, to a game, and by this stage, you know, we had our own kids coming as yeah, well. Yeah, right. I said, what? What's Grandpa doing here? I said, Dad. And he says, only way I can get to see my bloody family is come and watch the roosters. <laughs> so, so. <laughs>